Maddie. Yeah, I'm Amber. And, and we're Witches Talking Tarot. We are the weirdos in this game. I get so like a Santa snuggle. Flip the switch and let the cauldron bubble. Sam. Wow. Hey everybody, I'm Amber. And I'm Maddie. And we're Witches, Witches Talking Tarot. Tarot. And today we are talking about the tale of Velas and Tarun as they fight over Velas being a dick to his big brother. Of course. I think that's a good yeah. thing. I mean. <laughs> yep. So this is a casting episode, yes, y'all. Yes, I know. I Man. Okay, so hmm. wow, like I'm excited. Uh, I'm well, like, let me give everybody a little overview about who's, who we are talking about so that you can get a full picture as we get into casting. Because I know that these Slavic gods are lesser known gods to the wider world. And for our Slavic people that listen, thank you. We see you in our like stats and we appreciate you. So Veles, who is one of my favorite gods, uh, he is the god of the underworld in uh, Slavic pantheon. He is one of the first gods. And Perun and Veles are some of the only two gods that are definitely celebrated throughout all the different Slavic pantheons. Like, there's like Polwit is a Polish god, but you won't find him celebrated in Russia. Um, Marsana is celebrated in Russia and she has different names in different places. Um, and there's different goddesses that hold the same role among different areas. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm just looking up guys with beards. Cause oh, we're good. Very, <laughs> from what I read, he's hairy. Yes. Like, well, and they both have a beard. They do. They, oh, okay. they both have okay. a beard. Yes. Uh, so Belas and Tarun are generally regarded as like, the two definitely going to be worshipped here gods. But in addition, Perun is generally in a lot of different paths looked at as the main guy, the all-father god of the Slavic pantheon. I personally do not follow that path. Uh, Rod, the god of your ancestors, is in my not very humble. I'm probably not the most humble individual um, opinion. Uh, he is the god of all gods because Rod is the god of your ancestors. So Rod is the god of Perun's ancestors. So he is the god over Perun and Veles. But as I was telling Maddie, like I learned a really interesting version of a, a Slavic creation myth recently that involved Veles and Perun, which would lead you to believe maybe they don't have ancestors. But anyway, I digress. Veles is the god of the underworld. He is the god of bears and wolves. As Maddie said, he's very hairy. Quite often he is depicted as a bear or a wolf or shape-shifting into one of those two creatures. He is called the king of wolves. Um, he's also the god over livestock, turning into a giant serpent or dragon to protect the livestock in the underworld. I love that um, he's a dragon. Yes, I know. Me too. And uh, the god of the waters in Slavic pantheon. Perun, however, is the god of the sky. He's the god of thunder, lightning, storms. He lives he, in the sky too. He does. He? Yes, he does. Um, so in the Slavic world tree, because the Slavs have a world tree, Prav is the top. It's the branches up above. And that is what Perun rules over and lives in. 
Yav is the earth where we are. Nav is the underworld. Um, in some paths, they have added the level of Slav, which is between Prav and Yav, and Slav is glory. So glory exists between earth and the heavens. Uh, Prav directly translates to the word right. So what is the heavens is right. Slav translates to glory. So that level stays glory. Yav translates to actuality. And again, Yav is here. It is earth. Nav translates to probability. And Nav is the underworld. So I found that very interesting, personally speaking. So there is our little groundwork backstory of the two gods that we're going to be talking about, as well as uh, the build of the Slavic world tree, which I think has a name as, you know, just like, uh, doesn't the Norse world tree has its own name, yes, doesn't it? Is, the Norse world is it Yggdrasil? Yggdrasil? Yes, something yeah. like that. Okay. Yes. Uh, I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember if that was one of the levels or if that was the name of the world tree. Um, but yeah, so I'm pretty sure there's a name for the Slavic world tree, but I forgot to write it down. So, um, we should get into casting, right? Yes, and I'm over here, like, looking for actors with beards, but who the fuck? There's, like, not very many of them, which I'm surprised to find. Male art. I guess that doesn't matter. Ha. So. Sorry. No, you're good. No, no, you're good. I, uh. I guess I... Don't fucking know. So... Do you imagine them both handsome? Yes, absolutely. Like, would do Veles. Who is that guy? (gasps) Absolutely. That's That's Triple X! Holy shit! You don't see... I could totally see that as Veles. You don't think so? I'm like, who is that? Oh, no. I mean, unfortunately, I kind of could see him as Velas. Yeah, but I'm I could attracted to Velas, and like, I'm not attracted to Vin Diesel. But he's got hair and a beard. No. He's literally unrecognizable. Oh, that is like insane. such an Italian boy. You Isn't Italian? He? I don't know. He has that look. I don't know. What's his real name? Damn, but Vin look Diesel. at him. Though. Oh, he that do, is. He, is that his real name? Is that his real name, guys? He, he, I do not believe that is his real name. I don't. I don't think so. But no. that's kind of how I'm imagining Villas. I can't lie. He looks. <sighs> that's too Nordic looking. Honestly, you think so? yeah. I mean, like, so Velas, like you said, he's hairy. So, like, picture Hagrid, but hot. That's kind of where I'm at with it. I'm trying to picture who's the hot version of Hagrid. I saw um, this picture up here of this actor. Oh, I uh, do not feel that vibe at all. We can go with like these a are funny like Canadians, vibe. yeah. Yeah, no, I do not. I do not get that vibe for either of okay, them. Okay, what about at all. what about the Hound? I could see him as Parun, one hundred percent. Okay, I'd be down yes, for that. He's the Thunder God. The the like I could see him as a Thunder God. Ro- Thunder God, Rory Lightning McCann. God. McCain is his name. He is Rory Scottish, McCain. I believe. And oh. that is the Hound from Game of Thrones. Mm. 
He's like, he, like I won't lie. You went with George Clooney, and I was all like, could he be Perun? Lots of people turn into snakes. Lots I mean, of I mean, Velas. Oh. Not Perun. <laughs> Velas. Ooh. No. It's got to be somebody that's got, like, a bearish appearance. Like, Velas has to be, like, mm. big and muscular and powerful. I'm over the here, beard. like... And he's got to have that kind of vibe like Rory McCann. Have we done... No, no, that doesn't work. I think we have done Gerard Butler. Plus, I can't picture him with, like, big gray hair. Well, here's the mountain. We've already done the mountain. Damn it, because I'm like, he kind of looks like a bear. Look at that power oh. belly. Oh, he scares me. You want to know why? why? One punch and you're fucking dead. Yeah, like, it was weird seeing pictures like, of him with that girlfriend who's, like, this big, and you're like, how do you not split her in two? Yeah, uh, that's but no. scary, but mostly yeah. I'm terrified, no. dude. Roid rage is very oh, real. real. Yeah, no, And, absolutely. like, he could seriously yeah. do some Benoit. fucking damage. R.I.P. Chris is he, Benoit. Who's that guy? Chris Benoit, he was a wrestler that like Is he the one that killed his family? Yep. And I then don't... like killed himself and yeah, like but get this, he bro. went insane. But get this He was a good motherfucking man. He was dude. a good man. And I watched a documentary recently on that. Well, when I was watching True Crime, I did. And um I watched he fucking, wrestling for like two decades. They did a scan of his brain and mm-hmm. he had the same brain as like an eighty year old man with dementia. Yep, because of all the fucking stuff that happens to you. I don't man. think that he was an evil, angry mm-hmm. man at all. But nope. the but the nope. thing is though, it it lasted according to the doc documentary this this lasted from within three days like so this wasn't something he did really quickly this lasted for three days well yeah because you're fucking insane roid rage doesn't last for three days well it's not just roid rage though like you think about it he had so much brain damage do the do we know how long roid rage lasts in somebody with that much brain damage i don't know but it's it just it it, that whole story story like it we, breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Like, we were, like, on the news articles from day one because we were wrestling fans, It you know? breaks my heart because it goes to show how fucking... What brain damage can do to a person. Because I, I do not believe that he was an evil person at all. I doubt he even knew what the fuck he was doing. You know, that, that yeah, documentary no, that's the thing. Like, stayed with I feel me. like he hung himself at the end, I'm yes, pretty sure. Yes, and I feel and like I he, came he came too. he came too, he realized what happened. Yep. He was like, oh my god, what have I done? And he couldn't live with what he'd done, and... So he didn't. It just hurts my heart. It, me too. It's, like, it's, it's a, a very tragedy. sad. It is a tragedy. It's a tragedy. And what it's I I do have to say tragedy. that I think everyone, almost, almost everyone, from what I've seen and all, all the the documentaries and everything, you know, that I've read about the story, agrees that it wasn't his fault. He was sick. He was hurt. He had brain yeah. damage, and it is a tragedy. Yeah. And I'm really glad that everyone agrees with that because I would hate to see him demonized for his disorder. Yeah, you know? no, I mean, like literally. I mean, he was a fucking wrestler. They're yeah. banging and throwing each other's heads around all the time. Man, that's sad. It is sad. I was sorry. That story also fucks me up. Wish I didn't mention or we didn't talk about it, but like it was, it's it's so sad. Sorry, you talk about roid rage and stuff, and I just, I think about, like... It's sad. It's sad. Yeah. It's so sad. Um, so, so who I'm looks like a bear? Because I'm, like, looking at all these these bearded guys. What about this guy? The guy that's on um, 
Oh, he's on that movie my husband absolutely loves. He's kind of cute for an old guy. Um, the Big Lebowski. I was thinking he looked like he could be a great Velas. Plus, like, the dude, What's he's, like, name? super laid back. Uh, look up the dude and Big Lebowski. Jeff Daniels. Jeff, no, I was like, it it's Jeff, Jeff Daniels? something. No, that's his brother. No. Jeff Bridges. Jeff okay. Bridges. Okay. I was like, it's somebody. Damn, he is a I am handsome. Down. I am down he, with Jeff Bridges. I love him as an actor in general. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. Look not at a him. huge Bo Bridges fan. But, look at him aw, when he was young. He's such a cutie. I've always had a crush on Jeff Bridges. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. always been handsome. Like, and he's the dude. And, and like, Velas. He's, like, pretty laid back. Like, I could see him as the dude. Is that him? Yeah, he was handsome as fuck. You know what, though? He's always been handsome because he has a nice voice. He's Mm, got a nice voice. I literally maybe drooled. Wow. Okay, so back then, he was hot. Now he's a zaddy. Zaddy. Zam! Wow. (laughs) (laughs) He deserves it. He is a a zaddy. I like this. I like this. I I wish we knew more, like, Slavic actors to use, but I... I also... Once we use Nikolai, uh, I'm really... I don't know. Nikolai! Oh, Oh, the... Ah, motherfucker! One day we'll have to get... uh, He's so fucking hot. The guy from Game Uh, of Thrones! His name's Nikolai something, isn't it? Yeah, we used him. He's our Yarilo. Oh, shit. No. No. Yeah, yeah, we did. Lannister? Yeah, we used him as Yarilo because he married his sister. Oh, that makes sense. But I'm just... (laughs) Sorry, guys. It'd be uh, like that. But also, that. we knew, like, his name, he was definitely Slavic. But also, there's this guy from The Lost Highway that I was, like, half in love with growing up, and he's definitely Slavic, so we have him to use. I just don't know his fucking name right now. It's not Dimitri. And now a word from one of our fellow podcasters. The Neatcast, your source for offbeat news. Marauding monkeys bring fear to historic Indian tourist haven. These monkeys have gotten aggressive. Anytime you hold a package in their hand, they'll come up and they'll snatch it from you. Like gang members. Like, take your chain. Oh my god. Hot takes on sports? Drew Brees is a legend. How dare you? He is, but he's done. No, he's not. You pardoned him. He's coming back. (laughs) He wants to pardon Drew Brees. I want to throw him in prison. And deep dives into the paranormal. The uh, Loveland Frogman. At approximately 3.30 a.m., an unnamed businessman, or the most credible witness maybe you can find. <laughs> unnamed businessman. <laughs> I was just doing business when I saw a frogman. Join us every Monday and let's talk some bullshit. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your favorite podcasting apps. Witches, wizards, and regular folk of the four states area. And by that, I mean southwest Missouri, southeast Kansas, northwest Arkansas, and northeast Oklahoma. Come join us at Joplin Pittsburgh Pagan Pride Day on Saturday, September 9th from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. in Cunningham Park in Joplin, Missouri. We'll have presentations on geomancy, a new session this year, a Norse practitioner presenting on runes, a drum maker presenting on rhythm, 
and more. We'll have a drum circle and public ritual, as well as vendors galore. So, get ready to come out and support your local pagan community, as well as get all of your Samhain and Yule needs taken care of with our wonderful, wonderful vendors from the Four States area. Get excited, mark your calendars, and we hope to see you there. I don't mean I to laugh. I'm Dimitri. sorry. No, I, I know. It's stereotypical know. It's, like Nikolai. I, right, exactly. Exactly. That's so why I'm like, I can't remember his name. I can picture his face 100%. I told you about a couple movies he's been in, and you're like, wow, that's a crazy plot. And I'm like, I know. Um, like the one where it was like this lady it was like an alien or whatever, and she had all these like plants in her apartment or something. Like, I don't fucking know. I watched it on like IFC or I am not IMDB. That didn't exist. IFC or whatever came before IFC. I don't know. But um, anywho, so we've got our cast pretty much. Uh, unless we want to cast like the villagers or something like that. But I can't really. Uh, I think it'd be okay. I was wondering if we should cast uh, Perrin's ev- wife or not. Because she's kind of mentioned. I mean, we. We. Sure. I don't like, we could cast, like, a wife and, like, a bunch of kids. Okay. Uh, but, like, by that I mean, like, somebody that is, like, like Mrs. Weasley that has a bunch of kids. Okay, kind of thing, I you know was I thinking mean? in my head, um, the mom from Emperor's New Groove, she's got those two kids and she's kind of just fucking, like, along for the ride of how this ridiculous thing is. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, but isn't that a cartoon? Yes. And we're casting <laughs> cartoon characters? I mean, I'm cool with it. I haven't seen The Emperor's New Groove, and if I did, it was like my kids were watching it, and I wasn't paying attention, because I... That that one never grabbed my attention. Like, that and The Road to El Dorado, like, when the girls watched it, I just... I did housework. I don't... mm, Sorry, guys. I didn't like The the Road to El Dorado, either. It was not a fan of... Like, no. Yeah, no hate. I just... It was like, oh, I'm gonna get shit done since you guys are occupied and I don't want to sit here and watch this with you. So this is the wife and, like, she's got her two kids and she's just always always. with them. Like, can you think of anybody that's got, like, a bunch of kids? Because I think Perun has, like... He's got, like, ten sons. Other than Mrs. Weasley, not really. Honestly. So I was thinking it'd be kind of funny to have like, but I can't. Yeah. Kate from John and Kate plus eight. (laughs) Wasn't she horrible? I remember. Yeah. She was kind of mean to her husband, but to be fair, he's a fucking dumbass. So let's give her some like, sometimes we'll go with the emperor's new groove mom. Okay. I'm just like, like, sometimes it's hard not to be rude. Right. I'm like, I just like, cause I'm picturing like, you know, now, like, this opens a whole new door because I'm all like, what about um, the mom from The Secret of Nim with all her little rabbits? We got, we have to cast um, Mrs. Incredible at some point. Oh, she I, thick. Uh, well, we. <laughs> I, I feel, did we cast Holly Hunter? We did cast the, the Holly, yes. yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm talking about Mrs. Oh. Incredible. I guess maybe fairy tales we can start I, yeah, casting cartoon characters. That would be funny. I don't know. I still like the idea of casting like the villagers. Like 
What if it was the town out of uh, The Princess Bride where all of this stuff is going through? Okay, I'm down with that because there was another one. Um, I don't know what it's from. I don't know if it's Mighty Python, Ma- Mighty Python or something or not when they're like, because they're witches. Oh, my gosh. I think that is a Monty Python thing. Yeah. But, like, one of my parents likes it and one of my parents doesn't, so I really didn't watch that. I don't that like it. Up. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Corey doesn't like it either, so I have now, like, whenever I tried as a married grown-up to watch it, my husband would be like, Oh my God, Monty Python. And I'm like, well, this will be fun to watch. Let's change it. Yeah. Um, Town from the Princess Bride. I like using cartoon characters uh, for the fairy tales. That would be cute as hell. I don't actually know what town they're in. So we're just writing town from the princess bride. I can't think of anything else to uh, cast. Me either. I think we got it. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, Easy and straightforward, however. So Villas reminds me very much of Loki in this story. If you guys are familiar mm. with Thor and Loki, if not, check out some of our previous episodes. They're yeah. really fun, and, and Loki's yeah. always be getting people Loki's in trouble. Loki's a trickster, and Loki's yes. chaos. And basic, like, in in this myth specifically, Velas represents chaos in nature very mm-hmm. much. I mean, he really does. Like, he is the chaos to Perun's order. You know what I mean? Like... Very much so, in like from from the way I see it. So, like when you called out that Loki connection, it made perfect sense for me. And when others compare the gods, like on Wikipedia or whatever, they compare Loki with mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Vela. So, I mean, it's it's not it's not a bad comparison at all. Like between the shape shifting and just like right. the general attitude. It, like that's why I was like Jeff Bridges, the dude. That's perfect for Vela because like he's like much more laid back, whereas Perun's like, oh. You know, he's the he's the football player, and Veles is the stoner. So with keeping that in mind, who's the one that causes all the trouble in this uh, tale? It would be Veles. Yeah. I mean, right, and he's just playing his part in nature, but he does. He is definitely the antagonist. So, like, does it say why he did this? Because in my head, headcanon, it's like, he's like, I ain't got nothing better to do. I'm gonna fuck with my brother today. Um, so... Not exactly. Like, really, it's that this is the ancient Slavs. Um, this is the way they story explain, for like, explaining yeah. storms. So that's why, again, it's like he's not seen as an antagonist in the tales. He's seen as the chaos of the story because it's not a bad thing. You need the rain. You need the storms. Granted, sometimes the storm is too treacherous and it winds up being a bad thing for everybody Mm -hmm. but essentially he's like they don't they don't see it in a good and bad version right right he's quite often portrayed as like the bad guy in things right so whereas very much he's the antagonist he's really he's chaos he he has a role to play in the course of life and his role is to start a fight with his brother and he will gladly accept that mantle mm-hmm. um and or maybe he doesn't gladly accept it but it's his mantle and he knows that he has to carry out his role in the story to make sure that things happen properly in the mm-hmm. world right right he's not a bad guy yeah right yeah no and like there's different like there's all sorts of different ways that the story goes because this is what they talk about every time there's a storm right so mm-hmm. sometimes it's that parun discovers his Wife and children are gone. 
Right, right. It's always something yes. different. Or he discovers. Or his paddle is gone. Right. And or so Velas is being loves. a trickster. Yes. Right. He is, like Maddie said, just going out of his way to piss off his big brother. He really is. Um, because that's his lot in life. Like, that is the role he has been cast. And he participates because that's what you do when you're a nature god, I guess, right? Right. <laughs> so he steals his brother's possessions to attract his brother's attention because negative attention is better than no attention at all. Right. Everybody that has, has had a toddler knows that's, that's kind of human nature, right? Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so Perun is like, what the fuck? Where's my shit? Motherfucker. Velis. Exactly. He He's knows like, oh, every God. fucking time. And I like to think maybe Velis is like hanging out, seeing if he's going to like notice. And he then he does. Like, and he's like, oh shit, gotta go. <laughs> exactly. And he's like, cause yes. right now Velis is climbing down the, the world tree. Yes. Now in different stories, it says that he's in the shape of a serpent during this time. Right. Sometimes, Sometimes he t- takes the shape of a serpent. Sometimes he hides behind the things in the village at the town of the princess bride. So right. He goes behind that tree and he can hear uh, Wesley inside being like, what is, I can't remember. I like the scene popped out of my head, but you know, Billy Crystal is just not bringing Wesley back to life yet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's only, oh my God, no, that's how Bellis comes back to life. Billy Crystal, (laughs) okay, perfect. Yes. So yeah, the six fingered man is torturing Wesley and he's like, more, more. <laughs> what does he say? Like, not enough? Or, I don't know. He keeps taunting him and it gets yeah. worse. And Velas can hear that shit while he's hiding from Perun. But uh, sometimes he's shape shifting while he does it because he is a shapeshifter. Right. Trying to get away. And right. I love the reoccurring uh, tale of people running from gods and shape shifting as they do so. I do too. I do too. Um, I like that it shows up in the so pantheon as well. As they're going down the right. tree, Perun is, is throwing lightning yes. and it is storming because Perun is so pissed yes, off exactly. and there's thunder and stuff. Now in some tales it says that he gets Velus and Velus dies. But Velus is a snake, so he sheds the dead skin of the snake. And comes back to life. And comes back to life. Or in some say, tales. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, in some tales, Billy Crystal has this chocolate coated pill that he puts down Velas's throat with a uh, fireplace uh, when uh, Bellows. I love that's like my favorite part of the Princess Bride. Okay, I was like, what is going on? I oh, couldn't... in the bellows, like, yeah, I just I couldn't resist. Right. Oh, life. to bring that's it back to life. life. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. That's my favorite part. Yes, that's how he comes back. Yeah. Either way though, Velis isn't gone for long, whether he's yeah. dead or knocked out. Um, and then he returns back to the sea and to the underworld and it happens all over again. Yeah. And sometimes, like, he's slithering down the world tree just as a snake so that he can be coiled up at the bottom of the roots, like, you know, his home. And other times, he's running in different ways so that he's trying to keep Perun out of his hair. But really, that's what explains the rougher storms, because there's more fighting. Well, my question is, though, like, how many times is this going to happen before Perun, like, catches on and like well, you know what I mean well and again that's where I go like 
this is a cyclical tale, like you said, where mm-hmm. he dies at the end or sometimes he survives. But either way, he always comes back as the dude knows, like, it will all be good in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect casting there, I think. But uh, it's it's totally a nature-based tale. So there is no point at which they find fault with Perun for not being ready to deal no. with Veles. And there's know? really no and fault with any of them. No, right. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's very much a... It's a tale of what must happen, not somebody mm-hmm. is right and somebody is wrong. Yes. And so I do love that about it because, you know, it ties in very well with the Thunderbird. Yeah, Check I got our so last too. episode. Yes, please. Where, yes, because like... That tale, those tales also were to explain the storms. And these tales are to explain why they dealt with the storms they dealt with. And even to this day, you know, you know, those who practice Rod Novary maybe, you know, follow it in that same manner. I don't know. Like, if any of our Slavic people are listening, please feel free to uh, give us uh, feedback on uh, what you think of our interpretation of the tale. But I really... It's a cute it, little tale. It, it was is a, a cute fun little tale. Little tale. Yeah, I, I like really how like it's it. cyclical. I, I really do. Me like too. it happens over and over again, and there's no lesson to be learned, which I do find odd, actually. Now that I say that out loud. Because yeah, but I I think if it was uh if it was created for a different lesson than right be a right yeah learned. different but reason, there's really but the story a, isn't created for a lesson it's a created to explain, explain what's going on right. yeah yes. yeah so it is cute it is fun uh not a ton of casting but we just pick the tales not who's in them so right you know what I mean like uh, <clears throat> I guess we could have tried to uh cast all 10 of Perun's sons, but then later when we do those particular myths, we're going to be stuck, so I don't want right, that. Right, I know, me too. <laughs> yeah, but I like the incorporation of cartoon characters. Me too, that this was really fun. This opens up a brand new world. That was really fun, <laughs> it does. Was fun. That was fun. I wish now, since I said, opens up a brand new world, I do wish it was somebody from Aladdin. Damn! Yeah. Really oh my, oh gosh. my gosh. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, our little Slavic myth um, if you would like to comment or like and subscribe, that really helps us out on our YouTube. We are eight away. Yes, we are eight away from reaching our goal of 100. If you want to support us even more, check us out on Patreon, Patreon slash, which is talking tarot. Hello, Melissa. Hello, Victoria. And, um, find us on Twitter at classiest witches, find us on Instagram at witches talking tarot and on Facebook at witches talking tarot. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming to sit with spell. Oh, Hey Maddie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, I was wondering, do you have uh, that candle I love in stock? The Peppermint Prosperity one? Oh my god, that one's so good. But no, I was thinking about that other one that I love. You mean like the Rose Self-Confidence Love Spell one? Oh, that one smells so good. But no, that the other candle you make that I really Ooh, love. you must mean the Spiritual Healing oh Candle. Oh my god, yes, it's so pretty. It is, it is. It's got all those herbs in it. Like, it's all made to promote spiritual healing. We've got lemon and lavender. It smells like a fucking lemon and lavender cake. It does, and it's so pretty too. I love that Thank candle. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and if you guys like candles, Maddie makes amazing candles in her shop, Peace, Love, and Tea Leaves. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. 
Hey Amber, where can I find, okay, listen, where can I find your triple moon stuff? Cause like, I'm obsessed. Oh, well, I've got, um, most of my triple moon designs are available on two different sizes of mugs, mm -hmm. as well as a bunch of different uh, t-shirt colors or uh, hoodies. I love my mug I got from you, dude. I literally love it. Like it is the perfect size. What'd you get? Like it's 15 ounces, I think. Yeah. And it's the perfect morning cup, like oh, for coffee. And I understand. Plus it's fucking gorgeous. It's purple, dude. Oh my God. Yes. That one is beautiful. I love the magic potion mug I got from your shop because it's a magic potion that I drink in. It's my favorite. I love it. I'm I so know. glad. Well, you can find um, Amber's merch um, at Amber's Etsy shop. Yes. Um, so if you guys want to support the hosts that make this show, you can visit our shops and peruse our wares. Um, my stuff is available at www.amberisthecolor42. That is a 42. Etsy.com. And you can find herbal teas and all sorts of things at peace love or at www.peacelovetealeaves.etsy.com. Thanks for sitting with us for a spell. 